Okay, today's stuff is stuff pay gimel, and let's finish off the final sugya. And we're talking about certain kalim you can metalta, um, even though klisha malach told the isur let's letzorach So the last few we mentioned was at arachat at mazleg. These were the various uh, winnowing and pitchfork tools that we said, and that was leteta takatan Sorry, that leteta lakatan to give to a katan and akushvakarkar. These various sharp weaving instruments, like spear some food and eat it with it. So Amr of Simon Sharili Rabbi Avahu Mesav Kilorit B'Shabbos that Rabbi Avahu allowed me to place some kilorit, which seems, seems like some sort of eye patch on his eye on Shabbat. Now it's important to understand that. It's what, what effect it has. If it was medicinal, you might run into a problem have, of using medicines. But it seemed to be that this was a type of, um, the purpose of putting on the eye was to draw out any excretions. So it wasn't doing refuah, it was extracting. That's the, that's the fine distinction we're making here. So Rebbe Kohen says, B'Shem Rav Sheshet, that seems to follow the mission, as we said. That what? Can, you're allowed to take a machat shel yadli tol takot. That's what we just read in the mission. That's in the safe of the mission. That you're allowed to take some, uh, this uh, a needle to remove and extract a kotz. Delochen, so therefore it wasn't okay to use something to draw out the excretions. What's between that being zeb and kotz? Meaning, if you're going to prohibit these medicinal acts or these treatments that draw out something then what's the difference to that and pulling out a splinter that's also for the health of the individual if you like but that's the that's exactly the distinction as soon as it's like to draw something out as opposed to actually uh i don't know what medicines do but like you know enhancing the the, the, the healing process or whatever it is that's the i guess that's the fine line okay and then then it says can i prepare this kilorit so we say, um, no, you can't prepare on, you can't prepare on Yontav because only sort of cooking or uh, um, activities that are allowed that involve certain malachas that relate to food is things you're going to eat and not things you put on your eyes. Okay. Which is, uh, interesting. The Gemara says that. Now, what's interesting here is that Reb Chaim points out, we learned, we learned, we learned in a brighter that when it comes to kilorid, you can't put it directly on the eye. And this Gemara seems to sound like you can put it on the eye. And he differentiates between the, the consistency of that kilorit. That one is a kilorit. It's a thicker one. Sounds like that would have medicinal properties. However, this is more like a wash, right? About kilo, here's a tzalul one, and it's like more like a wash to wash out the uh, whatever's in the eye, this, these excretions. Next, Mishnah. Kanet shel zeitim. Here's like a reed that they would use for zeitim. We'll see what it means for zeitim in a moment. If it has like a knot at the top, such that... What's interesting here, what happens is if you imagine bamboo, so like a bamboo reed that have these knots in it. So if there's like a knot near the top, such at the top, you see a, like a cleat as a result. There are knots in this long hollow reed. It's not hollow away because of the knots. And if we've got a little cleat at the top, then we say it's makabal tumma. Then it's because it's a cleat, it's an acceptable to tumma. Beam love, if not, then it's in makabal tumma because it's what's called a pshute cleat X. It's simply a stick. And unless a cleat X, a wooden utensil, has a bait kibul, it can, it can have a receptacle, has a receptacle, then it's not susceptible to Tumah. However, Benkach or Benkach, it has a Shem Kli for Shabbos, such as not Muktzah. Okay. What are we talking about? So, Debe Rabbiane says, Amri Kaneshit Kinuliot Bodekata Zaitin. So, what is this Kli we're talking about, this Kaneshel Zaitin? So, according to the first understanding here, according to Debe Rabbiane, it is what they would do is they put, before pressing their olives, they put on a big mitamatan, as we said in the previous second, a big vat. And as it softens, there'll be some oil would start coming out. 
So then insert this kaneh down to the bottom and see if there's already oil starting to collect. And as I take it up, as you can see, as I pick it up, if there's a clear bake kibble at the top, it's not going to be containing that oil. So that's why it's acceptable to tumor or not. Okay, that's the type of clear we're talking about. Um, so ketzad hayodah, how would he know? If it is like dirty with mashkim and has oil in it, then Then I know it's softened enough that now melechet matan that that's softened enough and they've completed the, that process of the matan, they can now be taken to pressing. If not, then you know it hasn't yet completed. So Amalei Rav Mana says, He said, the fact that you stick it, in the, stick it in there, and it might bring with it some oil, that's not enough to define it as a kli. That's pshute kli, forget it. It's a not acceptable term. We're talking about ones that they would use, they would stick it in, and to take out particular zaytim. Ah, because now it's mamash, it's a, a clear that has a big kibble to hold ochlim inside it. That's the, that's the distinction. That's what's no longer absolutely it's, and that's one of the susceptible to tumor. Let's continue. Kaneshit kinoliot pokek bo hachalod. So it's a type of reed that they've set aside for the purpose of locking and unlocking a window. Okay. Now, let me just, uh, there's a lot of sheet, like chart and sheet sharing I need to do today. So I'll just open it up now. Um, so we see a debate. It says, according to Imaya Kashur Vatalui, if it is both Kashur and Talui, so it's tied to the window and hanging, so it's not resting on the ground, then we say, then it's okay, Pokakimbo. Then it's effectively like a Kli. Then you can, um, you can use it to unlock the, the, the window. If not, in Pokakimbo. So reader of Chaim, he says, Kishur Mashvili Kli. As soon as it's tied to it, it makes it like a Kli. Aval Besheinu Kashur, um, if it's just not tied there, and you'll see also not hanging, then it's not uh machshava. It's just simply saying I want to use it as a my tool to unlock the window. That's not enough. However, you see here, um Rabangamia says mutkan in a As long as it's mutkan, as long as the person's miyachet for that purpose, then it's considered a clay. Okay, so we said v'lo ken amar Rabbi Yochanan mashcheni chilfi chilfi pulled me over and Shvereni showed me the nagar. Now, a nagar is a door bolt. They would put it in the, by the, by the threshold of the house on the floor. They'd bolt it into the ground and that would prevent the, someone from opening the door, like a lock. So nagar, Michelle Beit Rebbe, it was kashur, it was hanging afalbisha in a talui. It was tied, but it was able to drag on the ground. Now, if you have a look at, um, the chart, that doesn't seem like any opinion. Because a chachamim has to be when it came to the kaner, the tool that was used to unlock, like lock and unlock the window, that to be kashur v'talui. According to Ramagamliel, just yichud miyached on the side is enough. However, when it comes to this door bolt, it seems that the Bay Rebbe it was kashru afapushenotaloi. Now, whose shita is that? Who does the fit? Is it Chachamim or Ramagamliel? How does this work? So we say, Amar Abiyonan mikevan shenitlo venitnu latoch yado nasekem afteach. So there's two ways to understand this. Reb Chaim explains. He says, when it, there's a difference between a door bolt and this kane you're using to lock and unlock the window. With a door bolt, what happens? You lock it and you leave it there. With this kaner, it's just like a key. You're just taking it, unlocking it, and it stays in your hand. And you put it down, you finish to lock or unlock. So it doesn't stay in there. So what's the difference? So therefore, two ways to understand. One is that since you, you're putting it in, taking it in, like put, using your hand with it, like always staying in your hand, yichud's enough to make it a mafteach. However, when it comes to nagar, since it's bolted in the ground, you stick, leave it bolted in the ground, even Rabbi Gamliel would say, in order to make it considered a kli, and not like part of the structure of the building, if you like, then you, it, would, um, it, would, it would need to be kashroi. That's answer number one. 
Distinction number two Reb Chaim brings is actually depends. In other words, when it comes to the Kaneh, the reed, it's only Chashash is Muktzah. That's my only concern. Because this is just a piece of reed, and I want to use it for my key to unlock the windows. Okay, Yechudzana. However, when it comes to the Nagar, there's another concern. I don't want it to make it look like I'm doing building on Shabbos. Mechzekebinyan, if you're putting something in the structurally in the ground and, and, and reinforcing the door with the result, it looks like binyan. So that's, that's why Rabbi Gamliel would agree in that situation, at least has to be kashur, uh, it has to at least be tied to it to remove that appearance of doing binyan. Okay, those are two ways to understand that machloket. Oh, that, 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 that distinction, I should say. Now, call a kalim. Uh, this is going to be the next debate. Call a kalim, this is the next Mishnah. Halacha Dalit. So we explained previously that any klisha machtole isur, even if it's a hammer, you can you can metaltle shabbos l'tzorach gufo. For example, the classic case is take a hammer to crack open nuts. Except for a masar gadol of yatecha machresham, we said that these are very um, expensive or specific type of uh, tools: the large saw or the, the the knife that was part of the plow, that big that blade, I should say, really. Um, then because people wouldn't use it for any other reasons. However, and then it continues, Kola Kalim, this is even Klisha Malachtolam Heter, a knife in the kitchen, things like that. We say, Nitlin Lezorech, but Shalol Lezorech. Fill out a metal Lezorech and Shalol Lezorech. But Rabbi Nehemia says, Enotim Ele Lezorech, that can only be used Lezorech. Now the Gemara is going to discuss exactly what does it mean, Lezorech and Shalol Lezorech. That's not clear in the Mishnah. Because there's so many needs we've been expressing. Is it? Wufor, for its purpose. Is it Makomo, for its place? Is it Mech- And then we also talked about Mechamelatzel, which is a Tzorach Kli. In other words, what's, what, what's the mission talking about? We'll have to understand by looking at the Gemara. Let's look at the Gemara now. Rav Yudu first says in the name of Rav, Halachel Zag Rebbe Nechemia, Dav Amar Ein Nitanim Ele Latzorach. So Chirish, so far, it's Halachel Zag Rebbe Nechemia, but the Gemara will end up challenging it before we get to the next Mishnah. So in other words, much more Chamur tr- um, restrictions of how you can metal the Kalim that are Leheter. Like just a cup or a bowl. So let's have first understand what Tzorach and Tzorach is. So the first, if we have a look here, it says as follows. The Rabbi Yochanan Rabbanan Tataman, Amchadamar, one of them says, meaning Rabbi Yochanan or the Rabbanan Taman, one, Tzorach is Tzorach Gufo, Shalot Tzorach Shalot Tzorach Gufo. So Nechachamim can be Tzorach for Shalot Tzorach. Okay, that's talking about whether it's for Gufo or not, 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 not the Gufo. Okay, so even Tzorach Makoma, for example. Whereas Reb Nechemia says a klisha melachtele heter can only be metal to l'torach gufo for its express purpose. However, if it's on the table and I need to move it, well, I'm sorry, you cannot move it. That's a quite extreme understanding, Reb Nechemia. However, Reb Nechemia, uh, 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 sorry, the Charana Amar, sorry, I just to read the Lord, Nechemia ma inotet l'torach gufo, Rachana Amar l'torach 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 gufo or l'torach makomos. So this is a more lenient way of looking at it. In other words, Chachamim when it says l'torach means whether l'torach gufo or l'torach makomos. Vishalola tzorach means even mechamel itself. So if the ball outside is going to get cracked in the heat, I can move it. The, um, shalola tzorach gufo, shalola tzorach makomo. However, nechemi omer, enetim ele tzorach gufo, lo tzorach makomo. And that's more, I guess, more uh, lenient understanding from nechemia. Do you commit tal to the klisha machtola heter? For lo tzorach gufo, a knife to say, cut your schnitzel. Lo tzorach makomo, if it's in the place, but you can't do it mechamel itself. Okay, those are two ways to understand Rabbi nechemia. And also, I guess, I mean, as well. But let's go back. Tani, Amr Yudan. Now, we have to appreciate a different machloket here. It's Tamar Rabbi Yudan. Lo nechlu bechamba bethil al hamleiin shematalti nato. If you've got a kli that's full of food, you're allowed to metalti nato, mechamal itself. You're allowed to move it from mechamal itself for the tzorach the ochel itself. 
Okay. Metaltalin or Toshalilot, in other words, Metaltalin or Toshalilot Torech. Valareikinim, Shiesh Betatalim Alaton. Even an empty clea, if the intention is you need it to fill it up for food. That's really a Torah Kufur as well. You're also allowed to move it around. Alma Nechlaku, what's the debate? As you can see here, that's Al. That you don't have intention to fill it up on Shabbos. So therefore, why are you moving it? It must be only Latzorach Kli, for example, Michamal itself. So Bet Shammai says, it's Asarim. Or Bet Hillel is Mutarim. Now, I'm not sure if you followed this, but in the, this understanding of the debate with Shammai Hillel, it's Bet Shammai says that a Kli Heter, you can't move Michamal itself. That is Shitat Reh Menachemia. Now, why is this a problem? That means the Atta Beit Shammai, as the grammar says, aligns with Reb Nechemia, as you can see on the chart, what I've sort of highlighted in red. So, Atta Matalachik Reb Nechemia, Velohalachik Reb Shammai. Because, why is this a kasha? In the beginning, we first started this Gemara, this piece in the Gemara of the Mishnah, where Rabbi, he said, Rabbi Yehuda said the name of Rav, the Halachas like Reb Nechemia. But if you say Halachas like Reb Nechemia, you're saying Halachas like Beit Shammai. But we know from Machlok at Beit Shammai, Beit Hillel, who's a Halacha like? The Halachas like Beit Hillel. So you can't be saying the lachas are nechemia because nechemia shita beit shammai and the malchuk beit shammai hilah lachas are beit hilah. So lachas must must be like the chachamim. Okay, um, fine. Uh, there's an interesting piece here that Reb Chaim goes into in terms of being ochel, like metal to letzorach ochel. Um, he quotes the um, he says, uh, is it here? Yes, he says meil meelul the it says mashma the af ochel einu nital el letzorach. But later on, we'll see that when it comes to food, it sounds like in Fukunomi Tekel Letzorech. But Tukhul and the Mari, but Ochel Shitzarich Lobo, we're talking about food that we need on that day. So it's just ways of calling the food. Actually, I'm not going to distract you too much with that now. Let's just go to the mission now. Okay. Halacha he. Kola Kelin Nitalim Bishabas Shibrahim Nitalim Vilvachi Osim Amei Malacha. So what are we saying? We're saying what a Kli that breaks. Now, a Kli that's metal, tell I'm allowed to move it. If a part breaks off it, then I can also move it, provided that it can still function, function, or sort of perform a function, I should say. For example, Shivrei Ariva, a broken piece from a trough. As long as you can use that piece to cover the mouth of a barrel, then it has still retains a Shem Kli to Mokza. Beshel if it's a broken piece of glass, Lachasopo Piyapach. That's a clo- clo- cover over a small little uh, jug, like a, to make act as a lid. However, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it still has to provide the similar function to what it used to function when it was part of a full kli. Okay? So not has to function at all, but it has to be able to function as part of the original, uh, like similar to what it used to do in the beginning. For example, if it was an areva, which is a kneading trough, it's like tzolotol mikvah, mikpah, sorry. It's to pour inside it to contain like a thick soup. So a thick soup is like a dough, so it still has to function in a similar way that it was functioning before it broke. Veshel's chuchit, also, when you're talking about glass, it's latzuk latokashem, and you should be able to still pour into it some oil. So it still has to act as a container, not like the chachamim that is sufficient that it acts like a lid. Okay? So let's have a look at the Gemara. Taman tanina, but one second. Is that the shear? Taman tanina, zchuchit ligrol bo rosh akarkar. So we just said when it's a broken piece of glass, it has to be enough to cover a lid. But, but when it came to Hotza and Shabbos, we used a smaller shita, the smaller shira, sorry, that is enough to sharpen that tool, the weaver's tool, that used, they used to separate the warp threads, if you recall, we discussed it then. So Gemara says, I don't understand, it's two different shira. And we say very simply, there's two different answers, like I think we brought this, uh, this Gemara before. The first answer is, is Rav Acha um, said the Rav Meisha b'Shem Rabbanan de Kisrin? He says Kamba Aba Kamba Chada depends on the thickness of the glass. Meaning, if it's a um, 
he says, Kanda Abraham Chaim says, maybe even Beschuchin Abba Dolo Chazid Grodbach. That if it's a thick piece of glass, it's not going to be so good to sharpen a karakar. Therefore, it has to be, we use a larger shear. Okay. But the assumption is a shear by Shever Kli for Muktzar and by carrying is really one and the same thing. It just depends what type of glass you're dealing with. However, Vid by Maimran says, no, it makes a complete difference. Can be metaltal, can be bemotzi. When it comes to metaltal something, it has to have a shem kli. So it has to be sufficient enough. It's big enough to to actually function as something like a lid of a pach or a uh, or a letzuk shemen, as we said, a quinter of Yehuda. However, it doesn't have to shem kli. It just has to be, as we said, it has to be useful. And if it's useful, you can have another smaller shear, which is to sharpen the karakar. Okay, next mission. Now, here what they used to do in order to um, a, um, to act for a for a cleat to pull out water from a well, a nicely shaped cleat would be like a pumpkin. But the problem is a pumpkin floats, right? So it doesn't. So it's materially wise. It's not very good at acting as a as a um, as a as a as a like a bucket. So therefore, they would put an evan inside it. Now, evan itself is well, it is um, muksa. So the question is, what's the movement? And I think, um, I think my uncle, I remember when I was little, he used to put one a toy car in the clear that used to be inside, you know, the pool filters. Because their pool filter was made up of plastic. They ended up floating. It didn't function so well. So they did a similar idea. They put like he put one of these old toy metal cars before they started making it out of plastic. These match, like a uh, couple of matchbox cars in it to weigh it down. Similar idea. So it says, but not really because uh, cars are clear and the Evans not. But we'll see in a minute. Ha Evans should be curia um, so if you can fill, you can, in other words, this Evan is fixed in it and you can fill it up water and it's not going to fall out, then a nofelet, then mamalimba, then you can use it. However, im love, if not, it's nofelet, ain't mamalimba, and the assumption is it's basis la davaraso. Okay. So zmora simile, she kshuraba tafiach, mimila bashaba simile, a, a zmora branch that's, that's tied to a tafiach, which is like a jug that you also want to use like a, a well in a well to, to, to draw out water. That also you can use. Okay, uh, Reb Chaim says, because even a branch is normally mukta. However, since it's now turned into the handle of this piach. Okay, let's now look at the Gemara. Anatanina. Next, so again, where we need the um, the charts. Okay, so Anatin Evan. Um, now, Batocha is relating to a Mishnah we'll learn in Perak Chafalef. So it's Notella Dam Et Beno Va Evan Biado. So that means it says you can carry a kalkala basket with Evan inside it. So it seems to be the fact that there's a basket, there's a stone inside it, doesn't make it a That's what it sounds like. However, Tana de Be Rebbe, they said, no, it has to be also va'ochlin va'even batocha. Because if it's just an Evan inside it, it's a basasaladavarasu, and you'll be able to, you wouldn't be able to move the kalkala, the basket. However, if there's also food in it, agav the ochlin, you'd be able to move it. Because mutar. So that's sort of like two ways to understand what's happening. Is it does the Evans presence on the basket make it a basis of the The simpler in the mission is no. However, you've got the Tanabe Rebbe says yes, it would. That's why it has the Ochel in it as well. So Rabbi Yaakov Barzav says Bashem Rabbi Bavau, it palgun we say machlokip and Rebbechia Bar Yosef and Rabbi Yochanan. Rebbechia Bar Yosef says Kamatnita. The Rebbechia Bar Yosef says, like our Mishnah, that really the presence of the stone doesn't make it a basis of and it's fine. I Meaning the Mishnah, not our Mishnah here, but the Mishnah in beginning, beginning Perakapala. And Rabbi Yochanan has like the Be'erebi, you know there'd have to be food in there as well. So let me just, uh, Rabbi Chaim says, I'll say this a lot outside, just in the interest of time, because it's um, quite a long day today. 
He says, but what's interesting is the next mission talks about now, Evan Shalpia Chavit. If there's a stone on top of the Chavit, you've got to matel tzida. You've got to put it on its side to shake it off. You can't lift it, it, it um, sorry, you tip it on its side to make it fall off. Vinofel it. Or if there's ma'ot shalakar, no eratakar, vinofel it. You can shake the car and it comes off. Now, Rechaim says here, is why is that different? Meaning, why can't you pick up the, um, why can't you do it in the normal way? Pick up the jug, you have to tip it off. Why do you say it becomes this like, uh, what it sounds like there, it becomes like a basis of the Varasur. It sounds like a problem, you can't, you can't uh, lift it up. Whereas, whereas he says, in the case of a kalkala, you can carry the basket with a stone, it's not a problem. So he says, the difference is, is there ma'ot is chashive? There, it's a difference between what's actually on top of the item. If it's ma'ot, which is important, oh, then it's different. Then we say that it's, um, but it, the, um, the basis becomes battle to that which is on top of it. And then of course it's mukta. Or in the case of the even al chavit, no, he says there, I'll read you inside, it's almost acting as the seal of the chavit. So therefore, hilchav batele chavit la even. So we, it's more, more of a subtle understanding of Rabbi Chiyabari Yosef now. And this will become clear as we learn through the Gemara, that it's not always that he says, oh, the presence of the stone doesn't make it a basil of Arasur and you can carry the basket. It depends what, 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 what it's doing there. If it, or if the thing is chashu. Okay. But let's have a look now at the, um, our Mishnah. Now, how our Mishnah is going to impact this debate. So the Reisha says, Evan should grow, if, if it's, if the Evan in this, uh, pumpkin is gonna fall, isn't, is, um, is gonna stay in place, um, then it's, you can, you can memalimba. But if it's not, then you can't memalimba. So let's have a look what it says. So, Maninik Pligi al, uh, Pligi al Rabbi Yochanan, our Mishnah seems to cholek on Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Rabbi Yochanan says that what? That if, uh, the presence of the stone there makes it a basisla de barasur. But the beginning of our Mishnah says that if it, if it's fixed in place, you can use this curio, you can use this pumpkin, despite the fact that there's only the stone inside it. So, sounds like it doesn't make a basisla de barasur. So he says, um, so, so he said, no, since it's like fastened in place, it's stuck in place, then it's kagufo. Meaning it becomes part of the Kli, and therefore it's not like the Kli is a basisli devarasur. It's almost battle to the Kli itself, battle to this pumpkin. So that's different. Now, it's normally that a stone sitting is going to be a problem. But since it's now fixed part of it, such that as you fill it up, it's not going to fall out. It's part of the Kli, it's battle to the Kli. Okay, but let's look at the Sefer. Isn't this Kashin Rukhia by Yosef? Because if you recall, Rukhia by Yosef says the presence of a stone in a basket just on its own is it going to make a basisli devarasur. But the Sefer of Mishnah says if this stone's going to fall out, and it's not a foot spot, it's not fixed in place, then you can't memalimba. So we say, Now here, this answer is a bit like we explained on that Mishnah in the 20, in the, well, like we explained outside, but on Rukhain explained for the Mishnah later on. Meaning, since this stone is necessary to the function of this kiriya, for this pumpkin to fill up, then you can't say, then, then it's mochashuv. It's like the ma'ot on top of the, uh, pillow or the ebon on top of the, the, the card. And therefore it's, since it's sarichlo, we say it's almost like everything's like a battle, if you like, to this, um, to the, to the, the stone. Read Ruchaim, meaning, in that situation, we said that's a more subtle approach, understanding Rabbiya, that he agrees in that situation to be basis. So I'm saying, once again, ma'abli Rabbi Yochanan. 
But one second, how does Rabbi Yochanan also, Rabbi says, really kasha for everybody? In the ratio, the fact that it's fixed in place, how does that help us? So we say, well, it does, because it says, then it's battle to the Kiriyah, which is kind of the way we explained Afutsa before announcing the ratio for Rabbi Yochanan. Okay. Now we ask, then we ask the next question. For one second, we've got a Mishnah that seems to be on Rabbi Yochanan. That Mishnah there says, um, Now, we says, oh no, he, that's not a problem why you can metalta the Kalkala, because he says, like, Rabbi, that's got food inside it. But what about the Ben? How can you carry the son who's holding the stone? So we say, um, So that one's When it comes to Tinok, we treat the Tinok like Ochlin itself. And it's like a Basisla Davara Mutar. And therefore, that's why you can carry the Tinok with the Evan Biado. Okay, so it's not like the kid is like Basis Ladavara Asur, if you like, and therefore you can't, you can't carry him. No, it's like Ochlin and Dvar uh, Asar Mutar together, and that's why you can carry it. The, the person carries his child. However, others say differently. Tamina Amrin, Asu Evan Biyada Tinok, Kmiya Mumcha Biyada Tinok. Now, since this kid will not part with his pet rock, and he will be like, he will be uh, distraught as a result. It's almost like it's a kamiya, almost like an amulet for the health and benefit of the person wearing it. So just as someone can carry a kamiya, so too, there's no problem of carrying this child that happens to have this stone in his hand. Okay. Um, uh, here. Where is it? I want to show you this. is. He says, like, the fact he's carrying is not going to cry as a result. Right? That's a, allowed to carry it like a Kamiya Munka. Okay, next Mishnah. Um, yeah, there's more, yeah, a few more chance. Okay, Rebel Azar, Rebel Yezer Omer, Pakaka Halon, Bismanchu Kashu, Vataloi Pokkimbo, Vimlav, and Pokkimbo. So you were talking about Pakaka Halon. So the way they would seal up a window is by putting a board in it. So Rebilia Eliezer says you can't put this board in the place of this hole of the window to board it up unless it is kashur and talui, similar to the last one we saw before. It has to be tied to the wall and hanging from the ground because otherwise it would be what's called michsek a bone. It looks like you're doing construction. However, Chachamim says ben kach or ben kach is not a problem. You can do so. Now, kol akisui akelim she'enlem beit achizani talim b'shabes. Any any kisui any lids. Of Kalim that have a handle, you can carry them. Reb Chaim explains, however, if it doesn't have a lid, then it might just be a simple plank, plank of wood or whatever it is, and therefore it'd be muktza. That's the way he explains it. Explanations of the Mishnah. However, um, Rabbi Yossi says, that's Pikisuim Karka. That's what we're talking about, um, like lids for pits in the ground, like water holes, things like that. Go on Kisui Bor. Because in that situation, it looks mamash like Bona. If, unless you have a handle and it's quite clear you're not doing so. Aval kisuim bekelim beinkach or beinkach nintin the Shabbos. However, if it's kisuim bekelim, it's not really a problem whatsoever. Okay. Now let's go back to our Mishnah. Let's not forget the Mishnah. The case of bekaka chalon. The case of bekaka chalon. We said if it's his board to close up a window, Reb Leizer says that's bekashur v'talui, and Chachamim says beinkach or beinkach. It doesn't make a difference if it's bekashur v'talui. Now what's interesting here, um, Reb Chaim points out, as it will be clear from this Gemara. 
that even if it's, even if it's ben kach or ben kach, it doesn't mean it can be completely like a board from the garage you're taking and sticking it over the window. It has to still be what's kashur and has to be nigrar, at least. It doesn't have to be hanging off the ground. It has to be nigrar, dragging on the ground. Now, why is that important? Because the Gemara is going to align this debate in our Mishnah with a different debate. And that's as follows. What's the nagar hanigrar? So we've talked about the nagar hanigrar before. And that was a machlok where you could use a board door bolt, a nagar, um, on Shabbos. And Chachamim says, However, Rabbi Yehuda there says, as long as it's nigrar. You can. And the question, what's, what does it mean, nigrar, dragging? It says, a kashur has to be tied up for and totally despite the fact it's not suspended from the ground. So, Amra of Yochanan, Mashcheni Chilfi, once again, Veranen Nagar, Michel Beit Rebbe, Kashur, Afabishan, and Atalo, you saw in the house of Rebbe, that's exactly what they did. It was Kashur, was hanging, uh, despite the fact it was suspend, suspended, that's a Nagar Nigral, it was dragging on the ground. Okay. So, Amra of Yochanan, Atak, Yechida Hach, Yechida Taman, Yechida Taman, Yechida Hach. So, what does that mean? We have a stam in our case of Chachamim, and a Yachid, which is Rebbe Yezer in our case. But that seems to be, the opposite, the yachid and the, and the stam, to what we see in the case of Naga Nigra. Because again, Naga Nigra, the stam is a no limbo, and Rabbi Yezus says no limbo. Um, so how does this work? Let's see, it work quite nicely. If you have a look in the chart, there it was in the case of Naga Nigra, he says, even if it's Nigra, even if it's, dra- if, so if it's, even if it's tied and dragging to the ground, you can't lock it up. You can't use it to bolt the door. That's like Rabbi The stam there is like the yachida here. Which really is the pakach halon. You can't use it to plug up the window unless it's also suspended from the ground. And the yichida dahata, meaning there the yachid of, in the case of Narai nigra, as long as it's dragging on the ground, you can use it to bolt the door. That's like the chachamim here. is benkach or benkach. You can use the board to to bolt to seal the window as long as, as we says, it was kashur kashur the nigra. It's still dragging on the ground. Okay. Um, okay. We'll stop here. So have a good day, everyone. Call